0: The Print Files, where we bring you the inside story on the printing industry, by Print21, the people who know print.
1: G'day and welcome to the latest episode of The Print Files, the Australia and New Zealand print industries podcast from Print21. My name is Wayne Robinson, editor of Print21, and this episode of the podcast is the first in our new Smarter Business series, and it's titled Marketing for Printers. In the multimedia digital world in which we all now operate, print is having to fight for its place as a key communication channel. Printers and print are under pressure, particularly from a young digital savvy marketing industry. So, does print have a place or a future? What are its strengths? How does it get its message across? To discuss these issues, it's a real pleasure to be able to welcome Malcolm Old, principal of Malcolm Old Direct, to the podcast. Malcolm, welcome to the Print Files podcast, first in the Smarter Business series
0: thanks, Wayne, and it's it's good to be here, uh, and interesting that we're using audio as well as print to promote the industry, but uh, it's it's the way of the world now, so looking forward to it.
1: That's right, yeah, it's a new world indeed. Um, to introduce Malcolm, the principal of Malcolm All Direct, uh, he's actually one of Australia's leading and most experienced marketers, as well as a consultant, agency director, copywriter, author, educator and business owner, with a career spanning three decades. Malcolm's run marketing departments, run three multinational direct marketing agencies, owned a number of businesses from supermarkets to digital agencies. He is regarded as a pioneer in the direct and digital marketing industries, with numerous firsts in his credentials. He's worked in the US and Asia, as well as Australia. He ran his first e-marketing seminar back in 1994, when most people probably hadn't heard of e-marketing. While in 2008, he wrote and launched Australia's first online certificate course in direct and digital marketing. His book, Direct Marketing Made Easy, is one of the largest-selling marketing texts in Australasia, while Email Marketing Made Easier was the world's first non-American book on the topic. He's a popular marketing blogger, A-U-L-D-blog.com. Malcolm says, to quote his own boss, I've tasted blood. Running multinational agencies, marketing departments, digital agencies, startup, SAAS business, bricks-and-mortar, and online retail businesses. He's published six marketing books overall, taught executives in 22 countries, uh, and has had a wide exposure to different cultures. He is also, of course, a print 21 columnist. Malcolm, you have a broad overview of the current marketing industry in Australia. How do you think print is perceived in the industry today?
0: you've exhausted me after that introduction.
1: (laughs) You've done a lot of things. (laughs) I
0: have. It frightens me. (laughs) Uh, Look, I think how print is viewed, it's it's one of those very few times where I would actually argue age has something to do with it. Uh, I think by anyone over over 30-ish, uh, you'll have a more positive and understanding view of, of print's role if you're under that, unfortunately, because you've just not lived with a master-apprentice relationship that's taught you. There's things beyond digital. Uh, so I think those who understand print well are still viewing it positively, and they've recognised that, yes, it has declined. You know, Newspapers, magazines have disappeared off shelves, uh, and that traditional area hasn't. But print-on-demand, custom printing, books, white papers, you know, from a business point of view I'm talking about, they are still uh, extremely powerful tools to use in marketing. And I think, and, and I have, as you know, written about this, uh, with QR codes becoming ubiquitous, things printed with QR codes linked to landing pages are really taking off. You only have to look in your letterbox at the moment, and everything has a QR code on it, taking you to a landing page. Uh the Jehovah's Witness has a QR code on the one I, that was in my letterbox the other day. Um, you know, Domino's Pizza has a QR code. My local real estate agent has a QR code. You even look at television now and there's ads on TV with QR codes. But I, I do think print still has a very strong place. What print has done poorly over the years it has demonstrated that over time. Everyone panicked with digital. And instead of standing up, it, it came at it from the print's not dead argument rather than Print's positive for these reasons, you know. It sort of came from the back foot rather than staying on the front foot from the start. But uh, and I'm a big fan of print, as you know. And I'm I'm seeing in certain areas you're seeing print start to grow again, particularly in the direct mail area in B2B. You're seeing print. You know, there's been a little resurgence, and uh, I'm I'm actually writing a book about that at the moment. But uh, I think it has it has a place. And I, I have to tell you, I teach university, and there's not one student that says, "Give me a digital copy of my degree." They all, want a print, they all want a printed version they can stick on the wall and show people. And when you see them posting their degree, posting their graduation, they're all holding their certificate in front of them. They're not holding up their phone saying, oh, look, I've got a digital degree. You know, they still love the value of print when they get it right.
1: So, so really, is, is it true to say that young marketing execs the under-30s, which, as we know, is a a lot of people that print businesses deal with on a day-to-day basis, is it true to say they're really fixated on the click-through rates because they can measure that and monitor it, and they don't really understand how print works?
0: I think there are two parts to the question. One, they don't understand how print works, uh, Correct. Yes, they're, they're interested in click-through rates if they're smart, but a lot of them are more interested in vanity metrics like likes and shares. Uh, you know, there, there, isn't, there is a very, uh, what's, how's the best way to describe it? The intellectual level of the talent pool is not good when it comes to performance. Uh, they're looking at the wrong metrics so often. And unfortunately, the, no one's even talking. I spoke to one of our big two telcos selling enterprise technology, in other words, flogging phones for companies, you know, big PABX things. And she was complaining she wasn't getting any performance on digital, couldn't get any leads. And I said, well, what are you doing in the direct mail area to these? Because it's a, you know, high-end, you know that you know the decision makers. And she looked at me as she said, it's not even on my radar. And I'm looking at her going, why wouldn't it be on your radar? It was like we're in a parallel universe. But she'd never had experience with it, so therefore didn't consider it. And uh, so, yeah, you've got a young generation that it's not on their radar because you haven't had the people above them educating. They all rush to what was fashionable rather than what was right. And uh, so there is an education required. The one benefit, though, about print is you can put it in people's hands to demonstrate. That's, That's the thing I've been talking about for a long time now is you physically can put it in the hand and demonstrate the power.
1: Absolutely. And uh, as we know, print can look fantastic and feel fantastic in the hand. Um, so in terms of the obstacles that print business owners have to get over to convince marketers that print, those beautiful pieces of print in the hand uh, that attract attention, uh, is going to be beneficial. And what are the kind of main obstacles, What even down to the language that people have to use? <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting, Wayne. The language. It's, I remember when digital print came in, and I was I was actually hired by Xerox to travel around Asia as part of the Premier Partners, and training printers in marketing language, because one of the things you know, printers are in the business to business world, right? They're selling to companies in the majority of cases. Okay, they you know, they might sell some wedding invitations, and that sort of stuff. But generally, their business comes from business to business. Yet, so few of them have marketing managers. They have a sales manager because it's about getting sales, but very few of them have invested in marketing and building their brand. And so what happens is they end up in a commodity fight. How much to cost to print this rather than what's the value from our brand in partnering with you to create your printed products. So the first thing printers need to do is to look at hiring marketing people who can talk marketing language with the clients. And then it's one of those issues that you know, when you look at how you structure your team, you do need to be careful that the person going in to sell to a, a hip, young brand department of an agency doesn't look older than their father or their mother because unfortunately there is ageism in this industry and rather than respect that that person might have lots of experience the young person will look at them and go oh old-fashioned means wrong or bad so ignore so they've got to think about staffing a, a marketing team or you know a marketing person who can talk the language that the marketers talk or the agencies talk and go in and talk with it. Because particularly with variable data print, you're now dealing with a, a data manager <laughs> you know, or data scientist, whatever the big title is. Uh, you're dealing with a brand manager, possibly a product manager. So you're talking with different people, not necessarily a procurement manager who says, you know, only 10,000 of these A4s printed on double-sided with gloss, blah, 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 you know, where it's they're talking about specs. They can then start to talk to them about branding and campaign language and earn their respect that way. And they get brought in a lot earlier on the project rather than the last minute to quote to print something.
1: Yeah. And that's quite a different way of approaching a market, isn't it? Because as you said there, typically printers would deal with the procurement manager or the small business owner, whoever it was, and would be talking exactly that 10,000 that is going to do you. And to talk that kind of language, but then you, so then a print business needs to hire a marketing guy, guy in the. Gen- generic sense, Genetic, per yes. person, <laughs> yeah. I should generic, say, yeah. at least a high rate per <laughs> yes. marketing person. Carbon based uh, life form, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Um, and so, you know, with a, a, a half decent marketing person and all associated costs, that's probably 200 grand a year, all up, you know, four grand a week. Uh, and so a, a print business owner won't be used to spending that kind of money on someone who's not in. Direct sales or direct production.
0: Uh, that's right, and that's that. That's, all, and I understand that particular small businesses, and that's part of a risk. But it, you know, marketing creates the need, sales fulfills the need, and if you want to get into a commodity fight, well, yeah, forget about marketing your brand. Just say hi. Oh, we do it cheaper and faster. Well, that's that's the, the, the fast way to to death. Uh, what you've got to start to do and, and you've seen this with. I'm, I'm not going to judge whether the products are good or not, things like XMPI and other software. Now you've got workflow software where printers are now working with print, SMS, email, landing pages, uh, QR codes. So they're now starting to spread their wings. The issue, though, is that very few of them have invested in a market to do that. It's sort of been do-it-yourself along the way, and they're still coming at it from their background rather than from the market the client's background if you like Uh, so they tend to use language that fits their workflow language rather than language that fits the the marketer
1: yeah i and and that's what you're saying makes a lot of sense uh it's just taking that for print business taking that step i guess isn't it i mean what are what are the actual benefits of print that print businesses should be focusing on the
0: the well, print, as and you may or may not have seen a few years back, Royal Mail got uh Millward Brown to do some studies in neuroscience and uh about how physical versus digital affects parts of the brain. And print is all five senses sight, sound, touch, taste, smell. Digital is sight, sound, touch, and that's the thing with print the smell. I remember I walked into um a print shop in uh, in Brisbane a very large one recently which i've been involved with rebranding and and the the smell you know it's a manufacturing plant and there's instantly it brought back memories that went back over decades you know of the different ones i'd been into mail houses and print shops and there's there is something beneficial about i mean the, you may or may not remember they used to have you know the old scratch and sniff print and you had you had pa- a paper that had fra- fragrant papers were part of the be- part of print years ago, uh, and there was rumours that one of the pizza joints had tried or burger joints had created a print that smelt like that, and the poor postman, and the dogs chasing him down the streets. You know uh, whether it's true or not. It's a great story, <laughs> but print is tactile, and the point about print is once it's in your hand. You have to make a decision of what to do with it, and most people don't throw away something till they know what it is they're throwing away. If, you, if I take unaddressed mail, for example, and so what happens is they look at it quickly, and there's a branding point straight away. Uh, and you talk to people, and they may not look at the Bunnings catalogue this week, but next week when they're you know it's spring and they need to do something for the garden, and then they said they'll look to see what's there. They know it's there for when they want it, and. That's the point with print is you get something that's tactile and then you look at it and you can make your call what you want to do with it then. But with variable data print, if what's tactile is also personalised and customised and it's got your name on it, it's got something relevant about your relationship on it. So, you know, you've got this mobile phone. How about you upgrade to this mobile phone? So you've got the image of the current one. Here's the one you could trial. It starts to take it to a new level. And then if you can integrate digital where you can take them straight to a customised landing page, instantly then you've got the same tracking tools you have for email because you know who's gone to the landing page, you know the hot prospects who've done what you want them to do, the warm prospects who've gone there but not done what you want to do, and the cold ones who didn't do anything because they didn't go there. So you then got your follow-up process starts. So you can follow up the hot prospects, obviously, you can then go back to the warm prospects and then you make a call on what you do with the cold prospects and go back to them. So I think the benefit is that when you've got something in their hand, a decision has to be made and that's far more powerful than a lot of other channels. Uh, so you, you, and even if that decision is, yeah, I'm not interested, at least you've, you've had that impression, if you like. Uh, so it, that's, I see the power of print is is in its tactile nature and then of course the messaging is the secondary part you've got obviously got to get the good creative and good messaging to get people to act but if you can get something into somebody's hand then you're you're halfway there
1: and you alluded before malcolm to qr codes and the fact that with with uh, the young marketing execs they love the, they love the the stats that come through the digital but obviously through using a qr code as you mentioned You can actually have the stats in your hand from from print. Are you surprised that print hasn't taken up QR to a greater extent than it has?
0: Uh, No, I'm probably not surprised. I I actually think that, well, if you look at QR codes, they were launched 15 years ago or so, and they died because everyone was independent with its own app and you had to download smartphones weren't good. And it was, it was a problem and that's why it died. Now, thanks to a pandemic, they're ubiquitous in our life and smartphones make it easy and it's happened so quickly so I think you're starting to see it picked up Uh, I mean if I look at I've purposely been looking in my letterbox and keeping and photographing examples and I would reckon 50% of what's coming in my letterbox at the moment has QR codes on it so I think the certain parts of the retailers are picking it up for example, who use Letterboxd, what you're probably not seeing as much as in direct mail or in credentials brochures or PDFs, sorry, uh, or white papers that could be printed and hand-delivered versus downloaded. Uh, But I, I suspect you will see it start to become the standard response device for print very shortly.
1: And, and on a kind of technical level, who provides the QR code does the printer is that something the printer generates or does it come from the, from the agency or the client
0: well I, from my understanding and just dealing with a couple of printers is that you've got the QR code generating software and you can also there's two there's a standard QR code but you can also customize it so it's personalized so each individual uh, gets welcomed used based on the data that's built into the QR code so you can it's like a personalized URL a Perl uh, so you scan it and it's already pre-populated, the landing page, because that it was built into the code.
1: Okay, yeah, fantastic. So you, you've, you get your DMPs, you scan it with your phone and you go to the UR code. Marketers are happy because they know who, who and how many people responded and the power of print excels, as we know, over digital emails and what have you. Um, in terms of the print's position within the whole uh, marketing mix, or, or, or communication channels. Do you see print working well with email and with uh, SMS, and or is it is it something that's too complex for printers to get involved in?
0: From experience, the more you can integrate those, the better the response. So, if you can email to say keep an eye out for your letterbox, if you can do a SMS reminder towards a deadline or something like that to say respond by a certain date, the more you can integrate, the better. Uh, and I've seen that happen time and time again and i do understand now in the states for example and they have, they have i believe aussie post have been testing it here you can now get an email each week of the mail that's coming in your letterbox so the postal service emails you to say this is what to expect because they own the post box you see different to here where we own our post box now aussie post i know has done a test where as the the mail piece went through their scanners it triggered an SMS to the recipient where, the, where, the, where there was a link between the address and the, and the phone number to say, this is coming. And the, uh, my understanding was for a publisher. And the, the response uh, increased quite significantly in terms of sales as a result of the SMS telling people to look out for their mail. So my understanding is, rightly or wrongly, Australia Post are doing some testing in this space to try and enhance it. It's about time they invested in mail again. but. Uh, that's another discussion. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the more you can integrate the two, the better the result.
1: Okay. And do you know much about uh, AR, uh, augmented reality? Because we've seen a little bit of that in uh, coming into print now, where where you kind of, some, there's some print, it's got an AR on it, you scan it, and then you're taken to a whole experience through your phone. Yeah.
0: I, I saw a very interesting one with labels on wine, for example, that took you, you know, uh, and talked a bit. It's it's still, I don't want to use the word infancy, but it's still very early days. And you sit there and you say, well, yes, there's AR and I can look a bit of augmented reality around this. Or do I just take them to a landing page where I get on with it? Uh, I'm not sure if it gets in the way or it hinders yet. And I don't have enough experience with it to say either way.
1: Okay. Um, getting back to the hiring or the need to communicate to marketing agencies in the marketing language and being on their level. As we said earlier, possibly a, a full-time staffer, 200 grand a year all up, is a, may, maybe beyond a few, quite a few print businesses. Would there be a benefit in uh, a contractor coming in for one or two days a week?
0: I have t- spoken to a couple of printers for, around that basis to say, because here's the other th- Here's the other cost of business now. It's called social media, and if you're not seen to have your LinkedIn's profile at least Instagram and Facebook because, you know, if you haven't got your print porn on Instagram, <laughs> you get judged, right? If uh, it's a, as, as I think I wrote the last article I suggested how to use them was that LinkedIn's about your expertise and your authority in the industry. Facebook's more about your personality, your staff, your client, you know, things, your charity day, whatever. Instagram's your print porn and it's all that beautiful graphics about around what you produce. And funny enough, it's a, I would see an opportunity for TikTok here not so much for prospects but for staff relationships and wow what a place to work you know they're really you know so there's a guy in america who is a a tradie it's called day in the life of a trade Center. and he's just a bloke who works on a truck and he's got a camera following him around and he's got a couple hundred thousand followers and he's already earning tens of thousands of dollars a month in advertising revenue off his tiktok <laughs> watch me work <laughs> um but so coming back to to your question is that i think if you if you contracted a marketing uh consultant you're an expert in business to business marketing one day a week or something like that but you need somebody to be managing your social media they could also manage the execution of your email uh your newsletter uh and and the fact is that You'll use an email newsletter because that helps. That's the early stage of the funnel to use that language. But printers should be doing the old-fashioned, to call it that, printed newsletter because so few are doing it now. So why not, maybe on a quarterly basis or whatever, print a newsletter? You've got great content because if you're running your social media well, there's a lot of your content. You take the best of from the last quarter or whatever it is, turn it into a printed newsletter, interview some clients, get some case studies, and physically that's when you can customise, put a QR code on it, link it back to wherever you want to direct them to. So, my feeling is that if you can't afford a full time marketing senior, contract somebody, but either hire a graduate into social media from you know to manage your social and your email and your customer relations, or train someone up internally to do that. And there's a lot of your content. And bearing in mind, if you're dealing with a younger audience who are buying from you, the first thing they'll do is check your socials. They'll go on to see how many people you connected. When did you last post? And this is the problem. It's a cost of business. But if you're slow in managing your social media, you are you end up being judged by that. And you're dead in the water if it's, not, if it's not current.
1: Yeah. And it's an interesting dynamic, isn't it? Because most print businesses, as you know, are age- Print business owners are aged over 35, at least, shall we say, many of them over 50. <laughs> uh, and dealing with a world which didn't exist when they were 25 and 30 years old and which they barely know, mainly through the children. And so having to kind of pivot the business to engage with that demographic, which is a key customer base for them, isn't but easy.
0: They, yeah, but they can, they can print scratches. They can print all sorts of interesting yeah, it, it, I'll give me an example, I had a cousin who <laughs> retired way ahead of me, very wealthy, and uh, one of his businesses was uh, supplying audio equipment for the TV and radio industry, and he sold, serviced and, and uh, rented it. He found out who paid his bill, who right? was responsible for processing it at each client, and every month when he sent his invoice, he attached a $2 scratchy and personally addressed it to the accounts clerk. Right, they had a chance to win a hundred thousand bucks a quarter. He his cash flow was positive, right? <laughs> so when he came to sell the business, he got a premium because he, these people would be fighting for his mail in the accounts department. Right? <laughs> so flip that the other way and say, well, what could we do with print to have a bit of fun? To take, you know, where you could link to a gamification, you know, a little game or something, or yeah, you know, or whatever it might be. But integrate your print and your digital, and you then start to make it relevant to an audience who. They do like print. It's just that people think they don't. I mean, you talk to a teenager, the moment they turn 18 and they get a letter from a bank or the health insurance company, as you're now an adult, it's a rite of passage. It's like, wow, they're talking to me. I'm not. They're not talking through my parents. So they do like physical print. It's just that, uh, yeah, they may not sit down and read a magazine like we used to or a newspaper. I get that. But that's not the purpose of what we're trying to do. If we're trying to do a marketing message and you can integrate something Creatively, then you'll you'll improve your result, your results, and get the response you're looking for.
1: Is there a is there a place where printers can go to to get the information that they can say to marketers? Look, this is the power of print. This is why it, this is why it resonates with people in a way that digital marketing, digital selling doesn't.
0: Well, there used to be a thing called Australia Post that had a marketing <laughs> team, and they had a marketing team that in every state talked about the power of mail and print to. Uh, they're they on the road constantly selling selling that and that was one of the reasons why uh, direct mail was so strong before the the internet changed things and the big losses you know was essential mail financial services print industry associations where they got they didn't do a good job in promoting print and there's there is a mob in Melbourne uh, Kelly northwood runs which uh, which you see them pop up occasionally uh, voice of print and post or whatever I think it's called. Uh, they're, they're promoting print in a way. But there isn't a real central place where you can go and get everything you need to know about print. And I've talked to a couple of printers about this and saying, well, why don't you start to publish that? There's your authority. How to make it easy, create your guides on what to do uh, and go into agencies and and or run your own day and show them, and okay, we've got lockdown, which makes it a bit hard. Invite them to somewhere where you can give them a demonstration. Explain to them, give them a guide. Packrimm Direct, years ago, they actually created what looked like a letterbox with a it looked like a brick letterbox, and you lifted the lid off it and it had an example of every envelope, paper stock, and it was a complete guide, and you'll still see them sitting on the odd marketing department wall they they're, they're twenty five years old. Uh, you know and they used that as a point of difference when they launched.
1: and And, and with the direct mail obviously you've got a lot of experience in that malcolm australia post focus on parcels these days to the kind of apparent detriment of mail and letters is direct mail something that is still a strong communication channel
0: absolutely there's and i never get the pronunciation right but um, charles twit the you know the uk mail clothing manufacturer T-W-Y-R, it, look, it's got no vowels, and I going to pronounce his name right? I bought clothes from, in fact, this shirt's one of them. That company uses mail and email and they integrate them. So you'll see the same message come in email the day your mail arrives. And you, you, know, So here is a, mail, a, a trader who took off online maybe 10 years ago. Australia, in fact, is one of its biggest markets. So they've got their own warehouse here, I believe. So there's an example of a retailer who has gone online and they use both mail and email to communicate, and they work really well. And you know, they they wouldn't do it if it wasn't paying for itself. But you know, they send the catalogues out. You get, you know, you get the catalogues in the mail. You look at the wine clubs, you know, the cellar press. Every month, I get from uh, vintage sellers, I get a, a, effectively a catalogue, a magazine, the old you know, magalog in the old days, uh, and it's it's it hasn't just got deals on wine, but it's got matching food and wine. It's got events at the various wine regions. So it's a you know it's a lifestyle magazine that comes out. And I think the smart marketers are using mail. And it's why I call that's why I call my my book Direct Mail The Real Digital Disruptor. Is mail linked to QR codes particularly, but because there's a generation who haven't thought mail, if you're doing it really well, you're getting really good results. And you know, I've got so many I know so many marketers who are complaining that they can't get sales navigator to work on LinkedIn, or they can't get leads through LinkedIn or social selling, because social selling is now the new spam. So you're not allowed to send an unsolicited email, but hey, if I connect to you, I can spam the crap out of you on LinkedIn, right? So they're saying they're not getting the return, and quite rightly, because they're boring people to death by knocking on their door and saying, hi, this is me, want to buy something, rather than getting to know you. And the ones that are then replacing that with mail or combining it with mail are doing a better job and getting the results. So I think I think direct mail is going to do a Stephen Bradbury and come from behind again, right? And uh, it, it's going to come to the forefront, particularly now that QR codes are ubiquitous.
1: And what do you think of the Coles' decision to, to get out of... Customer Insanity. Lives? Insanity, okay. That's a strong word, Malcolm.
0: Yeah. I do, well, it, I mean, I don't believe that they've tracked... I, I could be wrong, but if... I think it's a fashionable and a cost decision rather than a branding and sales decision. But, but the other side of that is that most of us don't wake up today and go, you know, I wonder where there's a Coles store. I wonder where there's a Woolworths store. We know where our nearest Aldi, Coles, Woolies, you know, uh, IGA. We know our local ones. So it, it could be that they just made the decision that it's a distribution strategy we're going to capture anyone in the local area, so let's cut the cost of the catalogue. But I would suspect that uh, if they got wise, they could have made that catalog- those retail catalogues work a lot better for them, and I think the decision was probably made without a lot of thought.
1: Yeah, well, uh, you're not alone in that thought. Um, for printers themselves, marketing their own business, not now talking about them competing in the digital world, um, printers obviously are competing against a lot of other printers uh, a lot of whom can do pretty much exactly the same that they can do. Um, how does a printer go to market? What kind of strategies can can they employ to make sure they get cut through themselves? Well, it, it's like
0: it's like every ad agency can do what every other ad agency does. You know, uh, it, it's it's about once again, it's about understanding branding and what does their what does their brand stand for and creating a positioning. You know, the point, positioning is key, right? If they look like everybody else, then everyone will think they're like everybody else. They have to create a positioning, and that's what I meant about marketing, marketing creating the need. By by positioning themselves however it is, as an expert in a particular way of printing, in a particular of uh, workflow process that makes it easy, you know, you've got some of these big printers have online print management software where you can just log in because you've got a contract, you can order it yourself. And and it's delivered, uh, you know. So they're using online rather than salespeople to to do repeat orders of stationery and, and things like that. So it does come back to how you position yourself in the market, so that you become relevant to the prospects who uh, are considering you. And I don't believe you should be fighting in the in the search space because if someone's searching online for a printer, it's probably because they want two hundred and fifty wedding invitations you know it's it's you know people with big budgets aren't searching online for printer who does four color work you it's you're in the industry you know production managers know printers uh what you've got to do is start to position yourself and and find that the area in the mind of the prospect that you want to own and that's where the marketing comes in and this is where most of them look the same is because they haven't been doing any marketing they they're just another person with a portfolio they're knocking on the door wanting to do a quote and I think moving away from we just do quotes is one of the first steps. And I know that's easy to say versus
1: easy to do. but Well, I guess that's one of the roles of the marketing consultant slash manager, isn't it? Because I see that a lot in my work. Those print businesses that can find a niche and kind of own it, they're the ones that do really well.
0: Yeah, uh, exactly. And,
1: themselves. Yeah.
0: and it's that whole thing of, you know, find a bit of mousetrap. But if they can find a way to talk with relevance to an audience that's uh one not sure about what print can do or two really knows print and wants to rely on them then the business can come to them uh but they do need to be doing some marketing
1: so malcolm it's been great talking to end with uh, what's your message to print businesses often under fire under pressure as they operate and compete in a multimedia world
0: don't fear digital embrace it and because if you don't, you're going to end up just as a commodity supplier, and I think you've got to start to create your own version of your digital brand. So you've you know you need a website, you need social media. So you have to you live in a digital world anyway. You're existing in one, so embrace that. It does mean a bit of investing uh, in finding the right talent to do that, and that talent isn't always within the existing print employers so you may have to move outside and that's always risky trying to find the right one but that's where the market is and the market the market works with a combination of media yeah you know, television's not dead most people watch the olympics on a big screen they didn't sit there looking at it on their mobile yes a very small percentage did but tv is still there yes you know streaming is taking over uh, free to air but it's not going away it's just evolving and print just needs to evolve to incorporate the digital media and not fear the digital media and it will still have a relevant place, you know, in marketers' mix of what they're doing. I think we've just got a bit fearful of it and and backed away and tried to defend rather than take the positive forward. You know, we're coming from the wrong foot. A great example of what printers should do is what Print Twenty One has done. You now, Print Twenty One is a magazine. Print Twenty One is a newsletter. It's a podcast. Here we are. You've got your video channel where you do interviews. So you've embraced multimedia in a classic way that printers should do the same. You know, if you want to stand out as a printer embrace all these channels and look at what print 21 does if you do something similar to them you're going to survive much better than the others because
1: most of the others aren't doing anything like that well malcolm that's a great message for printers embrace the world we live in we have to we have to because it is the world like it or not malcolm thank you so much for talking to us today it's been a real pleasure to have you you can read, uh, everyone who's listening, you can read Malcolm's insights actually every, in every issue of Print21. Uh, and for those that do want to realize the benefits of marketing for your business, uh, Malcolm does provide a consultancy business. You can contact him directly at malcolm at um, Thanks, man. <laughs> and you, yeah. can, that's right, yeah, you, you can find that link in Print21 as well. That's it for this issue of The Print Files, the ANZ it Print Industries podcast from Print21. Thanks to our guest, Malcolm Old and we look forward to your company for the next episode in the Smart Business series.
0: The Print Files podcast is produced by Southern Skies Media on behalf of Print
1: 21, owned and published by Yaffa Media. The views of the people featured on this podcast do not necessarily represent those of Print 21, Yaffa Media, or the guest's employer. The contents are copyright by Yaffa Media. If you wish to use any of this podcast audio, please contact Print21 via their website, that's print21.com.au,
0: or send an email to editor at print21.com.au. You can subscribe to the print files via your preferred platform and read all the latest news on the printing industry at print21.com.au.
1: You've been listening to a Yappa Media Podcast.